0: You're listening to the Crop Disease Podcast, a podcast that will keep you up to date on how to manage common crop diseases faced by Australian growers. Variety resistance. It's so important, isn't it? It's often the first tool used by a grower to keep disease under control. But the science in this space needs to move with those annoying pathogens that are constantly mutating and getting around the crop's defence system. And before long, we're looking for the next more resistant crop to come from a breeding program. Hello, I'm Megan Jones from the Centre for Crop and Disease Management. And in this podcast, we're talking about the science behind breeding resistant barley. Soon, we'll hear from Intergrain CEO, Tress Wormsley, who will talk about what they focus on to improve varieties for growers. But before we hear from Tress, let me introduce my co host and CCDM's barley diseases researcher, Simon Elwood. Hi Simon, how's it going?
1: Uh, Great, thanks. And how's it going with you, Megan?
0: Oh, good, thank you. Thanks for being here today. Uh, So Simon, as a barley disease researcher, what are the major barley diseases you focus on?
1: Yeah, so we look at the two most important diseases uh, as far as breeders and growers are concerned. So that's the spot form and net form of net blotch.
0: Oh, sounds great. So what's the latest in your research regarding improving barley resistance to the tumour net blotches?
1: So we mainly look for naturally occurring disease resistance genes. Uh, Generally, we find these these genes in in land races that have diverse origins uh, from places like North Africa and the countries surrounding what was the fertile crescent where, where barley historically occurs naturally. So we have several approaches to isolate the genes of interest, which then we provide to the breeders.
0: And have you had any successes in this area lately? Yes,
1: yeah, certainly. We, we found um, good, good resistance to all the pathotypes we tested um, against uh, net form, net blotch, and um, uh, in a different pipeline for, for the spot form, we, we have some very interesting material that, that appears to have good resistance as well.
0: So, Simon, can you tell me why is it that finding a way to make barley more resistant to both of those net blotches so difficult?
1: Well, it's mainly because these are quite complex diseases that are constantly evolving to get around um, what resistance genes are are out there in the paddocks. The trick is to combine resistance genes we find in ways ways that it's difficult for the, the pathogen to get around. So this is like putting two or three genes together rather than just leaving a, a single isolated gene out there which, which is easily defeated. And also, um, if possible, we'd like to find sort of somewhat special genes which, which are durable. These are genes that don't have the sort of normal characteristics of regular resistance genes, and that's, that's something that we, we're hoping to find.:
0: So you said these, the diseases are quite complex. Are they, would you say they're more complex than other diseases that people work on?
1: It would seem so that – so these diseases are challenging because the pathogens are quite diverse. That means they have multiple virulence genes within them against different resistance genes, Um, and they recombine regularly, so producing different virulence combinations.
0: Gee, sounds like you've got challenges ahead of you there, Simon, but it's good to hear that researchers are working on it here. Um, So speaking of breeding-resistant varieties, I recently caught up with Tress Wormsley, the CEO of Integrain. You know Tress, don't you, Simon?
1: Uh, yes, I do. I've met her a few times and, and um, I know members of her breeding team as well.
0: Well, that's good to hear. Um, well, it was great to catch up with her and um, talk about what she's up to. Uh, should we listen to the conversation?
1: Okay, let's listen.
0: All right, so I'm now with Tress Wormsley, the CEO of Intergrain. How are you going, Tress? Very well, thanks, Megan. And what have you been up to lately?
2: Well, it's actually a pretty busy time for plant breeding businesses where we're getting all of last year's trials analysed and rapidly trying to make the next round of selections and advancements so that we can start operations in the warehouse to start packing trials for the coming year. Sounds like a busy time. So what are some of the key
0: areas Intergrain focus on when breeding new crop varieties?
2: Well, it won't be any surprise when I say we focus on yield and then a little bit more yield, yeah. uh, but essentially we're really looking for broadly adapted varieties and what that often means is that we're trying to find a package in the varieties that we release for growers. So, we're really looking for um, things that are going to be useful for the growers in their paddocks, but also we do have two customers, which is the end user. So particularly for our wheat, barley and oat programs, where we're also mindful of what it is, that the value that they're looking for.
0: Okay, brilliant. Sounds good. So in this podcast, we are talking about the latest research in barley genetics for improved barley varieties. Can you give us an overview of the traits you are looking for when breeding barley varieties for the future?
2: So again, our yield is a very big uh, first trait of interest for us. Disease quality, and then some of those agronomic uh, tools, such as our immune tolerance, is something that we've had a lot in the barley program. I suppose uh, yield comes about through a number of uh, ways of, I suppose, getting that yield, and that one of those is actually a lot about breeding for disease. So disease protection is something that, particularly in barley, is an area where we spend a lot of resources. There's many diseases that we have to breed for in barley, and so uh, making sure that we've got broad number of uh, approaches and strategies towards how we go about doing that is really important to us. Yeah, excellent. So speaking of diseases, um,
0: net blotch, and I'm talking about spot form and net form, was a real problem last year for barley growers, particularly in Western Australia. Is resistance to net blotch something that Integrain might be looking into at the
2: moment? Definitely. Uh, So these two diseases have been uh, a long term breeding target for our business. And, you know, we recognise that they're challenging for growers. Uh, They're also challenging for a breeding program. And, you know, one of the challenges that we have is, you know, we we breed resistance, it then becomes a very popular variety. uh, And we often then are faced with, uh, you know, uh, resistance change. So, you know, it's it's going to be an ongoing breeding target for us. Uh, But one of the other critical things is, as I said, it's that package approach. So it's trying to make sure that, you know, we're not just working on one disease. We're really trying to elevate the resistance level of all of them. So uh, we're actually really excited because in 2023 in our barley pipeline, we're actually going to be releasing a new variety to the market that actually has some improvements to net form, net blotch. So uh, one for the growers to look out for. Um, particularly those growers in the high uh, high rainfall environment. Oh, that's exciting. Sorry, can you say that again when you're releasing that? Uh, we'll be releasing it in 2023. So growers will be able to uh, order that after the spring field day launch uh, and have it in their paddocks in 2024. Oh, that's great news, Tress.
0: Uh, so we've spoken a bit about barley and what about other varieties in other crops? Are there any that are worth a mention?
2: Yeah, I suppose the special one for intergrain is actually our new wheat variety Brumby. Uh, So this comes with some really good uh, powdery mildew resistance, and just like uh, the blotches were a big issue in barley in 2022, uh, powdery mildew was quite significant, particularly in South Australia and WA. in the wheat crops. So Brumby really showed its potential last year with some really solid resistance and your growers were, you know, really able to not do a fungicide application or uh, only rely on one, um, whereas other varieties were needing two or three. So that was an that's a, a great little variety for us that we're very very excited to release to the growers.
0: Oh excellent. And so one final question for you, Tress. Is there any general advice for growers and advisors who are selecting varieties? What would you be suggesting to farmers in that regard?
2: I think my number one piece of advice is that there is a lot of data um, that you can consider when adopting a new variety. So I suppose my, like, suggestion is to be quite mindful and consider the period of time that that data was generated in. So, your know, best practice would be to make sure that the data set comes from a number of seasons and a number of different environments. And that really allows you to ensure that, you know, you're not just getting a one-time uh, assessment of the variety. So, that's how you get that really broadly adapted approach. And I suppose MBT is a great place to go but uh, often breeding companies are generating their own data now and we've had it in our pipelines for three or four years before we release it so I'd say don't dismiss breeding company data Um, it is actually an important part of the data set that is available to the growers.
0: Oh that's great advice thanks so much Tress and I think we'll leave it there today thanks for being with me today and we'll catch up with you another time. No problem. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, thanks. Okay, bye. What did you think about that, Simon? Sounds like there is some hope for netform net blotch resistance coming out this year, don't you think? And from your research too, netform might be a disease that's much more under control in the future, maybe?
1: Uh, Well, we certainly hope so. Um, we'd be looking to provide breeders with a, a range of different genes so they can pick pick and choose and combine them as they wish. But there's a little bit of a lead time in, in breeding these genes into, into new cultivars, but we, we would hope um, the, the resistances would be, be available in the next few years.
0: Yeah, that's exciting, I think. So listening about your work has been really great, but for all of us out there going into the 2023 season with a barley crop, Is there something we can do to help you with your research?
1: Yes, uh, please send in any samples that show unusually high virulence. Um, You can contact myself or the CCDM communications team uh, for a sampling kit.
0: Sounds good, Simon, and I'll put those details on our episode description so people can get in touch with us. Okay, so uh, we better wrap up this podcast episode now. Thanks so much for talking with me today on your work, Simon. Uh,
1: Pleasure being with you, Megan.
0: Thanks for that. So if you have a crop disease topic that you'd like us to cover, then let us know. You can follow us and let us know on Twitter at the CCDM. You can also sign up to our blog and get more information just like this at ccdm.com.au. And if you like this podcast, why not tell your mate or colleague about it? Go on. Well, that's all for now. We'll hear from us next month for more crop disease discussions. See you then. This podcast is brought to you by the Centre for Crop and Disease Management. A national centre co-supported by Curtin University and the Brains Research and Development Corporation.